this morning, friends, because I went to um, this cool little deli bar in Fountain Square with some friends, my wife, to watch a soccer game at 5.30 in the morning. Because on Instagram, they like said they were gonna have tickets, and I was like, oh, my friends like soccer. I watched Ted Lasso. Alex Morgan is attractive. Alex Morgan wasn't even playing. But here I am with all of you lovely people. Um, we are, this book is too heavy for the stand. <laughs> we are going to continue with our, um, the, the theme that we've been doing all week, or all summer, you know, um, of gardening this morning. We have gone through so many phases of gardening over the summer, different states and of growth. And I, I was thinking this week that I think I did something that I tend to do. Um, and that perhaps we tend to do at Trinity, which is kind of hover and live in the hard parts of it. <laughs> the gross um, composting, the growing pains, the, um, the toxins that like have to be done. And that next week, we are going to be in this super cool place for a weekend together and doing all of this like fun celebrating. And we have completely ignored all of the actual like fun and great things about gardening, like the flowers that come at the end and the tomatoes that you get to eat. Not me, because I haven't gotten any yet, but other people. Um, and so today I would like to sit in some of the celebratory parts of gardening um, and gratitudes um, for, for that experience. Um, and so we are going to uh, read a uh, a little bit of scripture, and then we're going to do uh, a meditative practice um, that I have, like, I suggest it to my patients a lot, um, like gratitude meditative practices, and when I do that, I always, like, talk about how coping skills and um, coping strategies exist on a spectrum, and I'm like, on one end are our defense mechanisms that, like, they keep us alive, but, like, we shouldn't keep doing them, <laughs> like, once we figure out that's what we're doing, and on the other end is yoga and meditation and other things that I don't do. Like, so <laughs> like this is like something that I'm doing with you all and not a, a, a normal practice that I do. Um, but we, are, so we are gonna do that together. And then some sharing because I, like a lot of times I hesitate to offer the space to share like what comes up for us when we have reflective exercises. Um, but I think today, like it would be a good challenge to us to share some of the things that are gonna come up with each other. And so um, I think that's gonna be fun for us. And so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read from Genesis. I'm going to read from um, a version of scripture called the Read, Wonder, Listen Bible, which is one of the Bibles that we use for our younger kiddos, um, like pre-adolescent, pre like those elementary-aged kiddos. And the reason that um, I'm reading this um, version is because I love the focus. Um, the interpretation of this scripture is focused on the connection between God and God's creation, um, and the joy that it brings, um, and that is going to be something that I hope comes up for us as we um, do this exercise later, okay? In the garden, when the earth was still a wasteland, with no plants for color or shade, a stream bubbled up out of the ground. God, always the creative one, started playing in the mud, scooping up handfuls of water and dirt, God shaped and squeezed, 
mixed and molded and made a creature, formed from the same stuff as everything else in the universe, but different. There was a bit more of God in this one. Maybe that is because God breathed into the creature God's own breath, the breath of life. In that moment, it became a living being, awake, aware. The creature yawned, stretched, opened its eyes and looked around. God was delighted. The creature wiggled its toes, made fists, wrinkled up its face. God laughed. Then the creature reached out for God and nestled close, like a baby with its mother, snuggled in as if they were one and the same, part of each other. The creature needed a home. So God planted a garden and filled it with wonderful things. Blossoming fruit trees, sun-warmed stones, burbling fountains, playful animals. Little by little, the creature began to do things by itself. It walked around, first a few steps, then a few more. Soon it was roaming the garden on its own, touching, looking, listening, smelling, tasting. The day it took its first bite of fruit, it came running to God with a huge smile, juice dribbling down its chin. The creature was happy, but God thought it could be happier. So one day while the creature was napping, God took part of it and made another creature, similar to the first, but a bit different. God hoped they would enjoy the world even more if they were together. At first, that is what happened. They explored the garden. They found new paths to follow. They laughed and played all day long. And when it began to get dark, they came back and walked and talked with God in the cool evening. In the garden, they were one, one with each other, one with creation, one with God. It was paradise. There was no shadow or worry. The garden was safe. This is the word of the Lord. So sit with the posture of joyful creation as we um, enter this meditation, okay? I'm going to have you start by sitting in a comfortable position, whatever that looks like for you. Relax and let your body settle. Find the natural and easy rhythm of your breathing. Right now, you could close your eyes or keep them open. Whatever is more comfortable. But stay with your breath, following it in and out of your nose. Let the movement ease you into this moment. Take a breath in and breathe it out. Consider this that the day has come when the risk to remain tight in a bud is now more painful than the risk it will take to blossom. There are always risks in growing. Perhaps it is the time to not let them keep us from blossoming. 
take a deep breath. So if your eyes are open, close them. Feel the warmth, perhaps, of the sun coming through the window. The light above you. And the transformative power of grace and gratitude within you. Find yourself wandering through a garden. You're walking on a path that miraculously holds no fear of running into poison ivy or creepy crawly things. You're free from worry. And as you walk along the path, it leads you to the safest place you can imagine. Take a moment to place yourself there. Perhaps it's the easy chair in your living room. your grandparents' lap when you were a little little girl or little boy, little child. A secret spot in the woods behind your house. Now I'd like you to imagine something or things good from this week with you in the space. It could be a person, a family member, a student, a patient, a friend. It could be a, a thing, a book that made you happy. you saw blooming, sit with it and feel the joy that it brought you all over again. These things do not have to be the most important things in our lives. Now imagine yourself giving thanks to this thing or person. Share your gratitude for the joy 
that it brought you. Watch them as they receive it. See this person smiling back at you, the puppy wagging their tail, the sunflower turning itself towards the light. If you had more than one thing join you in your safe space, give it thanks too. You can imagine this flow of gratitude grace in an endless feedback loop. Now imagine that you are joined by something difficult to imagine, someone difficult to imagine, the one that you are one with. Imagine that God has joined you in your space. And perhaps you're tempted in this moment to feel guilt or shame about the image that comes to mind, but you can dismiss that. It doesn't need to be here this morning. God is whatever comes to you in this moment. And God is delighted. The same delight that God felt watching you at the beginning of creation. Feel and touch and taste things for the first time. God feels watching you experience this joy. Imagine that God says to you, my love, you are meant to bloom in a way that no one else in the universe can. With a splash of color so bright it illuminates the world. Breathe deep, my darling, and say goodbye to your tight little flower bud. Breathe in your greatness and beauty and feel your petals open. And God has something else to say to you, but I don't know what that is. Imagine God is telling you your own message right now. 
what does God say? final thank you to your companions in this faith. If you're sitting in this faith, you're going to stand. Perhaps you give God a hug or the people with you a hug. A final little nose kiss from a beloved pet. You're going to walk back through the garden. Maybe it looks different this time. Take a breath. back to our space when you're ready. Breathe in peace. And breathe out. What I would like to invite everyone to do now is if you are comfortable to share one of the companions that just visited you in your meditation you do not have to share what god whispered in your ear or <laughs> perhaps the message was from god but consider the joy that came to you the first time this this person this thing visited you this week and the joy that perhaps you felt again um, while offering gratitude to it and I'd like to take just a few moments in our little small group to just share the, the companion, the thing, the person, the experience um, that provided you joy. So you could possibly um, let the people around you experience that joy as well. Okay? And we'll come back together in just a couple of minutes.
pray from um, a Morgan Harper Nichols poem. This book is called All Along You Are Blooming, um, and it is beautiful, not just because of her words, but because like every page is a piece of art. And so um, highly recommend purchasing this work. Will you pray with me? And the thing about blooming is nothing about the process is easy. It requires every part of you to stretch upward with your roots firmly planted in the ground and in the sun and in the rain and wind. You stand anyway, even against the pull of the soil. And through it all, one day you will see all along you were transforming. This took everything out of you, but the struggle was beautiful and necessary for your growth. Amidst all of the pressure to keep going and to keep going, may you also take time to learn the art of being. Being loved, being held, being seen, being in the presence of the one who calls you to rest. For beyond your accomplishments and your calendars and your lists, you were made with purpose and intention to reflect the glorious light and to abide in love that reminds you, even in the pause, you are still where you need to be. Amen. You can go ahead and scroll down to your community confession. ignore that text from my stepdaughter asking for a Coke to go with you. <laughs> That's literally the only text I received from her ever. <laughs> Will you bring me a Coke on your way home? Okay. As a reminder, our um, communion elements are er, gluten-free, not allergen-free. Okay, you can follow along in the bolded part. As we remember God's persistence in offering grace to us and celebrate the joy of following Jesus, we speak of the mystery we know as faith. Christ died for all our sins. Christ was raised for all. Christ comes to lead us into God's presence. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit to us to bless the gifts of your love and to transform your gathered people. 